This podcast is sponsored by Wakunaga of America, makers of Kyolic Age Garlic Extract, Kyodophilus Probiotics, and Kyo Green Powdered Green Drain Mix, all natural, healthy solutions to support your whole body well-being. Wakunaga is celebrating their 50th anniversary this year. Wow, 50 years providing quality supplements backed by science. You can enter to win a year's supply of your favorite Wakunaga brand by heading over to their website, Wakunaga and enter the 50th anniversary celebration sweepstakes. That's W-A-K-U-N-A-G-A dot com. Good luck. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Health Power. I just read a great book and there are so many terrific recipes in it. Now it is a keto book and I know people immediately think, oh, Lisa, I thought you were getting away from diet culture. Well, just hold on, hold your horses. I want to give people delicious food, delicious options. And to say that I learned from this book, there's a lot more to keto than just what you see with a lot of the fads and a lot of the dieting, that it actually has some really good benefits. So we've got the wonderful Lolita Caraco here, and her book is Keto Carbs Cookbook for Beginners. There's a 21-day meal plan. I made some of her recipes, and they're fantastic. Hi, Lolita. I'm so happy to have you. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you on. So I've been on the low carb side of things because I have Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disease. And I think that's what's such a nice option. And I think that keto's kind of been taken over by this, like lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. When it's like, well, what about people with autoimmune issues who do better on keto or paleo or whatever? You know, I mean, I know there's yeah. a difference, but I would just love your perspective on that. Yeah, I, I agree that it's more about the way you feel versus this diet culture. And, and I think, you know, a part of my whole philosophy specifically with a low carb keto diet is that I think keto gets a bad rap when, you know, on social media and whatnot, where, you you know, people think like when I first started um, my website and wrote the books, my friends were like, what, you're doing that cheese and bacon diet? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Um, you know, what I love about a low carb keto lifestyle, especially that's high in fat, like you said, with good fats, like avocados and avocado oil and grass fed meats, grass fed butter is that not only, you know, does it put you in a state of ketosis where you're burning fat for fuel, but for me, it helped me as I was um, getting into my mid forties and approaching 50 with all those hormonal issues, brain fog, because studies have shown that eating a diet that's high in good fats, you know, helps with brain function. Our brain is made of fat, you know, it needs to have fat for sustained energy. Same with our body. So like, what I found is that it's the best lifestyle for me because I don't have that afternoon crash after having lunch. You know, I have my green tea in the morning with some MCT oil. I have a very similar lunch to you except for the yam. Um, although that sounds so good. <laughs> and, um, you know, <laughs> and, and, um, and I have this sustained energy throughout the day and I just feel good. Like, you know, and obviously, you know, the healthy fats contribute to better hair and skin and nails. So as I've been doing this now for five years, I've just found like I have way more energy because I'm not burning carbs for fuel, which you have those spikes of sugar and insulin, you know, you're burning fat. So as long as, you know, in my opinion, you're putting mainly healthy fats in your diet, it's an optimal lifestyle, especially for me as a woman approaching 50, because I'm not dealing with these hormonal ups and downs that I was, um, again, sustained energy, I don't have that afternoon slump, I can work out first thing in the morning, or I still have enough energy to work out after my long day of work, you know, so and I just feel um, like my brain is clearer. 
That's awesome. Well, talk to us about what does it mean to be in ketosis? Sure. Um, that's when, so typically our bodies obviously burn carbs. We're, uh, you know, primarily designed as Americans to burn carbs for fuel, which is sugar, essentially. So most people are, you know, burning sugar or glucose for fuel, which is energy. Um, when you're in ketosis, it's where you're eating a higher amount of fat. So on a keto lifestyle, you're eating 70% fat, which sounds like a lot, um, you know, 25% protein and less than 5% of carbs. So you're significantly reducing your carbs, which makes your body after about a week or so of eating this way, shift from burning glucose or carbs for fuel to fat. So that's what ketosis is. And Yes, it leads to fat loss, which is healthy and good. But again, it, it has all these other benefits that I really like to focus on, which is energy, mood, um, just uh, stabilizing your sugars and hormones, and you know, ultimately, ultimately, just a healthier lifestyle overall, where you just feel good. And so, like my goal is like to educate people about ketosis and the benefits, um, so you can feel and look your best. You know, when you say only 5% carbs, I worry because I get most of my carbs from vegetables. Yeah. But at this point, like I have a big salad at lunch and then I usually make a bag of frozen vegetables, like a pretty big bag and I eat them myself. Yeah. So I'm probably getting more than five carbs, but I wouldn't want to cut back on that because yeah. that's right. So how do you get enough vegetables? Like, Well, so... The thing about, and and again, like I have a different philosophy on ketosis. So, um, you know, fiber doesn't count, you know, so you take that off. So um, let's say you have a, you know, an avocado or a big bag of vegetables. A lot of that is fiber. So it could be, you know, 15, 20 grams of carbs, but half of that is fiber. So that comes off of that um, carb count technically. So fiber offsets it. So you're looking at really net carbs, which is carbs minus fiber. So like I eat a huge salad for lunch and, and then like a salad with dinner. I love vegetables. We eat broccoli and Brussels sprouts and zucchini like all day long. Um, so it's really those starchy carbs, you know, grains, mainly wheat. Um, my cookbook obviously has a lot of baked recipes, but we're talking about almond flour and coconut flour. So it's really eliminating wheat and the things that really cause inflammation. One of the things that I can't do is dairy. And I find that there is, there's so much dairy in a lot of these, in a lot of recipes. I also, from my own research, I'm not a fan of dairy in terms of autoimmune disease, in terms of inflammation, in terms of, of act, there's a connection between dairy and acne. And I'm just, you know, with your book, I know you use like high quality dairy and grass fed, right? When people, when people can, whenever possible. Is there a way to be keto and just not have the dairy and still get what you need? Yeah. And what's interesting is that, yes, and more, most recently, I had an experience with this because my father-in-law was visiting and he's vegan. And so I was like, this is a great opportunity for me to try vegan keto, um, because uh, mainly with the dairy, on the dairy side of it. So I bought great products that are out there, you know, that are vegan products, like oat milk based butter, which has the same, um, nutritional components of regular butter and tastes the same, but again, it's, it's dairy free. So for sure you can definitely do this. Um, 
without consuming dairy. Like I, again, yes, I, I love cheeses and again, high quality and grass fed butter and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, you, almond milk, oat milk, um, things like that, that you can make, you know, if you want to have, you know, alternative cheeses, those are out there. Um, actually the photographer for most of my books, she's like been bugging me. She's like, we need to do a keto vegan book because I think that would be so great. So like, the, and that's why I really did like a week of testing it while my father-in-law was here. And it's totally possible um, because again, you can get, I mean, the dairy that most people who are on a low carb or keto diet consume, that's for the fat really. So you can just get, you know, again, more avocados, get um, vegan cheeses if you like them or just, you know, leave them out. Yeah, I think that's interesting. And I mean, I made some of the recipes. Before we jump into that, though, I want to talk about what to stock in your fridge and pantry. Because one thing that I find is just having things on hand makes yeah, all absolutely. the difference. Um, well, the first thing I tell anyone that's starting this sort of lifestyle is, you know, because we all have families or we have other people in our household, wherever your chips and cookies and all your trigger foods are, move them. Obviously, you can't remove them from your home because you've got other people, but move them so they're not tempting there for you. And then, yeah, stock things that um, are keto friendly that you can either snack on or whip up things in a, you know, in a few minutes. Um, I always have nuts like, you know, almonds, pecans, walnuts in my pantry. There are also some pretty good um, snacky alternatives. for. So if snacks are like your trigger, um, I'll have things like there are some great snacks in the cookbook that have um, that, that only take a few minutes. So I always have like um, the ingredients on hand to make um, some like like these finger tacos that I love, which is just like taking nori seaweed and some chicken and like avocado and stuff. I always have avocados on hand so I can whip up like guacamole or something like that. Um, low carb tortillas, which I love because I'll take one of those. I mean, I can you can make them or there's so many great versions at the supermarket now. And you know, you can um, you know, put some salsa or guacamole and some chicken, and then you've got a great little snack. I'll sometimes have like a charcuterie board with some low carb, um, crackers and cheese and, um, you know, high quality meat and stuff like that, olives, avocado. And then there's some great recipes for like treats like brownies and cupcakes in the, um, cookbook, which I'll make every now and then like on a weekend and just have them out because they disappear within a few minutes. And what's great is that now with um, alternative sugars and alternative flours, like my friends or my son's friends who come over, they'll half the time can't even tell that they're having something that has no sugar in it. It's amazing, isn't yeah. it? Oh my God. It when is. I discovered xylitol and erythritol yeah. and all these things, what a difference. Because now instead of buying like sweetened almond milk or sweetened you know, oat milk or whatever for my daughter, we'll just get it unsweetened. And then I said, just take, oh, mom, I, not, we'll just take a teaspoon and put some swerve in it or, you know, whatever brand you like, it makes such a difference. And that's where such a difference. like, I'm totally on board because to me, it's not about weight, but I don't think we should be eating as much sugar as we do. Yeah. Because of inflammation. Like, that's where I feel like, again, I know, you know, we talked about this, like, I'm not I'm a curvy girl. <laughs> like, you know, I embrace that. And that's the way I've been since I was born, you know, so it's more about eating healthily. And, um, and yeah, sugar is just, you know, I, it's so good. And people love it, but it's addictive. And um, it causes inflammation. It's I be believe it's the, at the root of most disease. So, you know, if we can eliminate it, and now it's so much easier. Why not? Yeah, no, I think so, too. I'm obsessed. Have you ever had Zevia? They're soft oh, drinks. Yes, those okay. sodas. I am obsessed because it's sweetened with stevia. The cream soda 
is insane. I have nothing to do with this brand. I wish I did, although I have interviewed the CEO, super nice guy. I'm going to get back in touch, see if he, you know, maybe. Anyway, but just, (laughs) it's such a great, there's so many great products. Although I'll be honest, I'm not, I'm not keto. You know, I'm kind of leaning towards that because I love the book, but I'm, I do still eat sugar. Like I have my dark yeah. chocolate and it's regular dark chocolate, but it's low in sugar. And that's okay, but it's so good for you. And dark chocolate of all the chocolates that are sweetened, that's the best one. And it's so good for you because it's full of antioxidants. So do you have a brand? I think you mentioned one in the book because I have had trouble finding one that's sweetened with erythritol that I actually like. Yeah, there's two that I love, Lily's um, and then Chalk Zero. And I actually think neither of them use erythritol which can sometimes have a little bit of an aftertaste i think they use monk fruit or uh, um, a combination of different sweeteners but i love lily's because their dark chocolate is like really high quality good dark chocolate if you just want to have that and i usually will have a snack of like a few pieces of the dark chocolate a couple of berries and nuts and it's like my go-to snack um chalk zero c-h-o-c zero is my favorite for baking because they melt they taste just like regular chocolate but it melts exactly like regular chocolate so oh i gotta try yeah. that mm-hmm. they make and they make like peanut butter cups and all kinds of stuff that are really good oh that's yeah. great now if you want to get in ketosis you do have to actually do a little math right and count your carbs yes. and ca- see that's where i'm like i just want to f- i'm not looking for full-on keto yeah. i just like the low-carb lifestyle because again i already mentioned it makes me feel better if I, I worry that if I did do all the macros and all that stuff, that I would lose weight and I don't want to lose weight. I want right. to stay where I am. So how does that work? Because it seems like with keto, it kind of is in it inve- inevitable that you lose some weight? No, I, no, absolutely not. Um, uh, if you want to lose weight, if you don't. So usually people will use a macro calculator that it's easily found online. And it depends on what your goals are. If your goal is to lose weight, you just set your calorie goal is lower right um so it's like if you're in a calorie deficit no matter what you're eating you're going to lose weight you know so again that's why i try to explain to people if you if you do keto and you drastically reduce your um calories you know below what you burn then you're going to lose weight but if you want to maintain or even gain weight it's a great diet for people who are underweight because again you're putting healthy fat so it's just a, a matter of your intake so it doesn't automatically um, mean you're going to lose weight. Usually in the first week, no matter what your goals are, you're going to release a lot of weight initially because you're getting rid of water. Because when our bodies um, are fueled by sugar, it, you store, you tend to store a lot of water. So um, you will event, initially lose a lot of weight. And a lot of people, I mean, most people will lose a lot of weight in the first week on keto just because it's water weight, you know, so it's not like, um, because you're shedding that, but then, you know, you'll bounce back. And again, depending on what, if you're in a calorie deficit, you'll continue to lose weight and feel better. Um, which is really the point. And then if you want to maintain or gain weight, you just, um, you know, change your calories. Kind of intimidated by the idea of the math of like, yeah, because I've just, or, or even like, I don't want to have to think that much about it. So is it less complex? Am I making it too complicated? Like if, let's say I wanted to like yeah. full on go in ketosis and just see what that feels like for a few months or something, right? Because yeah. I kind of eat close to that way anyway. Is it, is it really not, <laughs> my math phobia well, is getting the, too carried away? <laughs> what I recommend, no, I mean, it's, that's probably another intimidate, like in addition to illuminating carbs, that's probably another intimidating part of it um 
So what I would say is like, that's why the book includes a 21 day meal plan, or you can find them online too, um, just to get yourself, you know, understanding what your daily meals should look like. So for the first couple of months, you know, you can use a tool like my fitness pal or whatever to track and you don't have to be you know crazy about it. Just make sure you're pretty much hitting those, but you don't have to be like so diligent about it because then it's not sustainable if you're like constantly having to count everything. I'm glad you said that because then it turns into dieting and disordered exactly. eating and then you go down that slippery slope and I don't like totally. That. Yeah, it's totally same here. And so, you know, initially, yes, because you want to go into ketosis, it's important to make sure you're hitting approximately like 70% fat, 25% protein, 5% carbs. But after a while, like, obviously, I've been doing it for five years, but um, or almost five years. But after a couple of weeks or months, you kind of get a good gauge of what your daily intake should be. And I say get rid of, you know, the tracking and stuff like that. Once you understand what it's supposed to look like and what you should be eating. Like I believe in intuitive eating for sure, you know? So at that point, I feel most people can kind of figure it out because again, if you're counting, like I know people, some people who can do it and like put every single thing in my fitness pal and they've been doing it forever. I'm like, that's not me. I can't do that. Like now I know what my um, food's supposed to look like so that I maintain ketosis. Right. Uh, I want to talk about these five tips for keto success. You have hydrate, watch out for hidden carbs, load up on greens, give your body time to adjust and mindset is everything. Talk to us about the mindset. Um, again, it's like what we've been talking about, you know, like you can get discouraged, like, oh, I've got to count all this stuff, or there's so much that I can't eat. And your mindset is everything. Number one, you don't have to, like I was, we were just talking about the counting and tracking and stuff. You can't, you know, you can go overboard with that, but just get a good gauge and then let go of that. You know, um, there are ways to test, like they have like blood tests and urine strips that you can find on Amazon or everywhere to ensure that you're in ketosis so you can check that every now and then but as long as you know that you're getting you know lots of good fats in your diet after a while you can let that go and then mindset like a lot of people and that's like really the purpose of this book too they're like i have to give up carbs like there's no way like i love cookies and i love um cupcakes and on or you know savory things that are high carb like potato chips um you know this book all 100 recipes are typically high carb favorites that we've made low carb. So it's totally possible. And like today, there's so much stuff in mainstream supermarkets, you don't have to go to stuff like Whole Foods or something like that. You know, mainstream markets have great snacks and great alternatives um, that are low carb and sugar free. So you know, mindset, you know, I'm, I try to focus on everything that I can have and everything that I um, do enjoy. And then just the benefits of having this crazy energy now and feeling like much more sharp and focused, you know, than before. You've probably heard how important it is to take probiotics. And trust me, you don't want to take just any. You want to take one that is backed by science. And the probiotic that my family and I take is Omnibiotic. These are targeted probiotics. They've got a highly effective powder delivery mechanism. They're clinically tested health benefits. They're vegan and hypoallergenic. And they're a leading European product. Let's get them to be a leading product in America. Omnibiotics' unique powder delivery mechanism ensures that 83% of good bacteria reach the desired area of the gut compared to an average of 7% in top U.S. probiotic capsule brands. So my family and I use Omnibiotic Stress Release. Now, this is a psychobiotic formulation designed to support the gut-brain axis. And what that means is that this is looking at, at memory, cognition, 
improving your mood. And I'll just tell you, I saw an improvement in my mood and my daughter saw improvement in her mood and also a reduction in anxiety. And that is huge. When you can do something natural to help your brain, I love that. Not only is Omnibiotic incredible, you will get 15% off when you order through their website, www.omnibioticlife.com. Just use the code Lisa Davis 15. Check them out. Get Omnibiotic today. I'm telling you, it is a game changer. You want to go to www.omnibioticlife.com. That's O-M-N-I-B-I-O-T-I-C-L-I-F-E.com. This is so exciting. One thing too that's kept me away from it, I'm sure I'm not the first to tell you this, is that dreaded keto flu. I just hear too much about it. So talk to us about this. Um, that's a real thing for sure. And it'll happen, um, the first week or two of keto while your body is, you know, shifting from sugar to to fat as your primary fuel source. Of course, your body's going to freak out and say, what is going on? Um, but there are really easy ways to mitigate it. Like, uh, and it's so simple, like hydrate, which is why that was the number one trip tip, excuse me, um, getting tons of water into your system and electrolytes. So, um, you know, as our, as I mentioned, when you first, you know, transition, you're going to lose a lot of water weight. And with that goes potassium and a lot of, you know, um, minerals that we need. So supplement with electrolytes. There are tons of great um, sugar-free electrolytes on the market, like Ultima and others that are really tasty too. So supplement with electrolytes, um, get some, get sleep and rest, you know, maybe don't, if you like to work out a lot, don't go overboard, you know, the first couple of weeks and, and that will usually mitigate it, you know, so like, and keto flu, uh, you know, it's not like where you're in bed and like can't and are sick. It's like you get headachey, you feel a little bit off or whatnot. But if you get those supplements in and, and keep drinking water, it's like, it, you may not have any symptoms at all. Oh, that's great. Now, how long does it take for someone to get into ketosis? I mean, like they're doing it, you know, the right way, like a week. A week to 10 days. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah. And once you get past the, any yucky feeling. It's like, which, which will be like one to two days. And then it, you totally turn around. And that's like what I always say. If you do have keto flu symptoms, which again, like they're pretty easy to alleviate um, and make sure you don't have them. Like you just feel so good. Like, as you know, living a low carb lifestyle, you just feel so much better, you know? That's true. No, I absolutely do. I want to jump into these recipes. So let's see here. We we got the chocolate chip scones. And I have a question. So this has butter, but you can use a vegan butter, right? Totally. You can use a vegan butter depending on the recipe. Like if it's a brownie recipe or something like that, I'll use avocado instead of butter. Like something where it won't, um, like the chocolate chip scones, I never tried it with that one, but you can, like avocado is a great butter substitute. Oh, wow. Now, could you use avocado oil instead, like the more refined, just because yeah, I mean, the could, green? Or coconut oil. Or coconut mm-hmm. oil. Oh, that's a good idea. Now, what about the half cup full fat sour cream? Is there something we can use instead? Or some recipes that kind of like you just got to make it the way it is? Yeah, that's just for mainly for moisture. Because the thing about using um, almond flour and coconut flour, it can be really drying. And so, you know, and scones already have a bad reputation for being really dry. So, um you know, you could cut the um, sour cream and use more avocado or something like that. You know, it might turn the scones into an interesting green color, but they'll still taste good. Hey, that's fine with me. Now, on the blueberry muffins, I they have full fat cream cheese. Yeah. 
So is that the same kind of thing? It's the same kind of thing. Yeah, that's the same thing. Like, again, when you are going to consume dairy, you don't want low fat because, um, and I know you're talking about eliminating dairy all, all um, together, but a lot of people are like, why is it full fat? Can I use low fat, non-fat cream cheese? And no, because they put so much junk in it. They have high carbs and whatnot. So that's why we go for um, full fat. I'm going to have to think about an alternative. Oh, there, you know, there are cream cheese alternatives on the market. Kite Hill makes a great, um, a oh, great almond milk. Um, yeah. Yeah. Almond milk, cream cheese. So you can find them and, and substitute with that. Oh, that would be great. All right. Now these Belgian style waffles look really good. I mean, yes, everything so looks good. so good. I love all the snacks you have. In chapter three, you've got margarita pizza chips, baked chipotle avocado fries. I love them. And everyone I've ever served them to love them. All right. Well, I made the salmon croquettes and they were delicious. Oh, those are so good. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. My mom made salmon croquettes when I was a kid and she was a health nut. So back in the seventies, they probably told you to use whole wheat flour or barley flour right. or something, but these were delicious and they're dairy free. Yeah. And gluten free. And that's what I like about the book. So there are a lot of um, recipes in there that say if they're dairy free at the top. So there's kind of a guide. So you can definitely go through there and there's a healthy number of, dairy-free recipes in there. Oh, good. And then you have um, a lot of really nice, like if I ate dairy, these are for the dairy people, pizzas and handhelds. Oh my God. Margarita pizza, baked crustless pizza, pepperoni supreme pizza, portobello mushroom pizza. I mean, oh my goodness. But you could totally use alternative cheeses. I mean, if you like cheeses, like what I, I um, and I don't know if you don't do like goat milk, but I love goat cheese is my favorite. So um, I use goat cheese a lot instead of like, cow's cheese. Yeah, but, I should uh, try that. Yeah, but they have a lot of great almond uh, milk-based cheeses now that are so good. Yeah, that is really good. What are some of your favorite recipes in these sections before we go on? Let's see. I really like the finger tacos, which I already mentioned, which Ooh, are yes. these, um, you, instead of uh, tortillas, you use strips of nori, like seaweed, and they're so good, and it's a nice little snack. Um, the salted caramel cupcakes are like a family favorite in our house. Um, the ricotta pancakes are really good, and um, the everything bagels are also really tasty. Well, I love zoodles, so you got this great chapter. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Zoodles are the best. Now, what's They're your so favorite uh, way to make zoodles? Because I'm still looking for a really good zoodle, you know, or spiral. I always say it wrong. Spir Spiralizer. Thank you. Spiralizer. Yes. Yeah, I know. I tripped that up. Um, there's a handheld one that... OXO, or I don't know if you say it, OXO. OXO oh, makes. I think I've seen that. Yeah. And the, I've had that one for like, before I went keto, like five or 10 years now. And it has held up and you can make different sizes. And it's not like the big one where you got to like crank it. You just use your hand, but it works really, really well. And it's lasted forever. Um, and I just throw it in a pan. Like I throw the zoodles in a pan with a little bit of avocado oil or olive oil and like saute them really, really lightly because I like them to be a little tougher than like soft but um and then i toss them with whatever sauce um we are a big bolognese family so like um and my younger son is actually like the master of making bolognese so he makes really good bolognese and um you know they'll have it my kids will have it with pasta and i'll have it with the zucchini noodles and just toss it in there and i usually um will put a little bit of goat cheese and like chili flakes in with it but that's my favorite um, to do with zucchini noodles or just like shrimp and garlic. Oh, I love shrimp and garlic. That We have some great things here. You've got a zucchini sage pasta with quotes, a vegetarian zucchini noodle carbonara, shrimp scampi, spicy shrimp with zucchini noodles. Yeah, there's so many things in here. 
that I definitely want to make in addition to the croquettes. You've also, I love cauliflower rice as well. You've got a cauliflower fried rice, a shrimp fried rice. I want to make your chicken and sausage jambalaya. Is that with the cauliflower rice? It's so good. You can either have it with cauliflower rice or you can make it with noodles or whatever you want. Typical is with cauliflower rice and it's so good. And I love cauliflower rice because I even make sushi with it. Like it's such a great alternative. Um, And I personally think it tastes just like rice. Like I think it's great. And, um, and we use it for all kinds of stuff. Right. Now, for people who are listening who don't have an issue with um, insulin or carbs, I mean, if they mm-hmm. wanted to add, a, use the sauce you make, right? And if they wanted to add a pasta and sometimes use you. Absolutely. Okay. That's what I see. That's yeah. what's nice. You can, but I'm all on board with the almond flour instead of regular flour. I mean, these yeah. desserts and sweet treats, treats excuse me. Uh, classic chocolate chip cookies, pistachio cookies, lemon bars, chocolate sandwich cookies, blondies, peanut butter, cake bars. And you like, uh, you've got monk fruit sometimes, right? You have a Rithritol dash monk fruit blend. Tell us about that because I haven't had monk fruit by itself. Um, and I've only had erythritol, but I haven't tried the erythritol. The blend. Um, I believe Swerve is an erythritol monk fruit blend. Actually, okay, I love Swerve. I'm not 100 percent sure, but yeah, but but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so it, you might you never know, but there are these blends out there. My actually preferred lately sweetener for baking is actually allulose, which is made from figs, and um, you can buy it at like Trader Joe's now. They have it everywhere, which is crazy, and it mimics sugar the best a swerve is really good too um we you know no aftertaste monk fruit also like no aftertaste a perfect dupe for sugar like literally i've been making you know most even though most people can't tell even when you're using swerve or monk fruit um type of sweetener because with erythritol sometimes you can tell because it's got a little bit of a aftertaste you know um but allulose is like crazy it's made of figs and like i can't even if you have a teaspoon of it um you can't even tell and like my um 21 year old cut out sugar actually when he was like 19 which is crazy for a teenager to cut out sugar and he um and he's basically and and which is great he's felt better and he used to have like acne and stuff like that and his skin's cleared up but when he when i first started baking with allulose he was like wait did you go back to sugar (laughs) and i'm like no that's how how good this is so you know what I love? And I've been making these for years. I just kind of made it up, though. I would take almond flour, some kind of, this, you know, the, the non-sugar sweeteners we're talking about, um, yeah. mix it with some, you know, grass-fed butter or avocado oil, put chocolate chips in, and there you got a little you know, cookie dough. Yeah. 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 So good. I have something like that in the book. Yeah. I saw that. I remember my husband's when my daughter was little, my husband's like, what are you having for breakfast? She's like cookie dough. And she's like, what? Cause he's like, not your mom's not. And I said, hon, it's really healthy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So good too. By the way, there's a brown sugar swerve, which is great. Have you tried that? Oh yeah. We use it all the time. Yeah. I have all, my pantry is all like, like, you know, most people have a canister of brown sugar, you know, regular sugar. Mine is brown sugar swerve. Yeah, powdered. We have we live on the powdered stuff, or a lot of the recipes call for powdered. Like those lemon squares are so good, and then you sprinkle a little of the powdered sorb, or you can get powdered monk fruit also on top, and it's so good. You know, the one thing when I did the cookie dough, I didn't use sugar free chocolate chips, but I used like seventy percent dark chocolate. But That's still, fine. yeah. So your cookie dough has butter. Either it has the um, erythritol monk fruit or the allulose you're talking about, vanilla, kosher mm-hmm. salt almond flour and sugar-free dark chocolate chips. And it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So good. 
So good. That is amazing. All right, let's get into breads. It's just like, wait, what? That's so cool. You've got basic yeah. sandwich bread, 90 second bread, miracle, uh, magic miracle keto bread, garlic cloud bread. All right, tell us about some of these breads. Um, well, there's two types of baking when it comes to low carb baking. So one is using alternative flours like almond flour, coconut flour, etc. I found that, you know, you can always use almond flour, but if you use a mixture of almond flour and coconut flour, like three quarters almond and a quarter coconut, that mimics like wheat or whatever better um, than just straight almond flour. So you get the, a better texture that's more familiar. Um, so that's, you know, a lot of the recipes are almond or coconut flour based. And then that magic miracle dough that you mentioned is um, like sort of a hack, which you might've heard of like fathead dough, but it's basically where you take almond flour, cream cheese and mozzarella and you turn it into this like it ends up being a dough you melt the cream cheese and mozzarella together and then make um the almond flour in and it creates a dough so for the for recipes like pizza crusts or bagels um we're using this like miracle fathead dough that is like is a miracle because when you bake it up it's like exactly like bread like so like the pretzels and things like that all use that dough and again um i've never tried it but i'm you actually have inspired me to um test i'm going to try to make fathead dough with um dairy free cream cheeses and stuff and see how it goes so i'll let you know but yeah but it definitely. is great like for for things like pizza doughs like i said pretzels empanadas you know um stuff like that the miracle dough works amazingly well oh and then you mix uh, yeah so it's uh, cream cheese mozzarella almond flour and egg See, i gotta get i have to have more of this stuff around but this is great again the book is keto carbs cookbook for beginners lolita carico and i know you do a lot of other cool stuff right aren't you like big in finance and business and helping businesses <laughs> and all that good stuff yeah. Yeah, that's my primary, my primary job is I um, am in marketing and I'm a digital marketer. So I've been working in the industry for, gosh, well over 20 years, um, like when the internet first started. And then, um, and, and since I've kind of gotten older and like I work with big companies, yeah, like finance companies and high tech companies, but my super passion is um, working with female entrepreneurs who want to start their own business and stuff like that. So that's what I've been doing a lot of lately and the keto thing is like just like i'm like one of those people like when i am passionate about something i like i want to share it with the world so it started out where when i started keto i started blogging about it you know and started writing some of the recipes and about my success and how i felt and it turned into the website ketologylife.com and then the publisher came to me to write books but yeah this is a total side passion project like my main job is um yeah, I'm a marketer. But that's so awesome. Yeah. I love that. Now, is there anything that we didn't touch on today, Lolita? And you're definitely welcome to come back that uh, oh, we want to make so sure great. we mention today. Yeah, no, that's it. Like, this book is wonderful. And, uh, you know, I think what you're your focus on is that, um, you know, even though the book says, you know, favorites made low carb to kickstart your diet, like, I don't like the word diet. And I don't believe in, you know, much of what this diet culture in our world is. And it's really about eating healthy and feeling your best and, you know, not about losing weight. Right. I totally agree. Well, you are awesome. Tell us all the ways we can find you. 
Um, well, you can find the website at ketologylife.com, and I add new recipes almost every day um, and all sorts of other information about health, about feeling better, like why ketosis um, you know, helps our skin, our nails, and anti-aging and stuff like that. Um, and then on Instagram at ketologylife and on TikTok. And um, yeah, that's where you can find me and YouTube as well. Oh, great. Well, I've so enjoyed this and I'm so excited to make Likewise. more of your recipes. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, get the book, Keto Carbs Cookbook for Beginners. Again, there's more benefits to keto than you may have known and uh, do it, do it healthy, right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good thing. That's I love that. Thing. All right. Be sure to uh, follow me if you'd like at Lisa Davis MPH on TikTok, Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to uh, keep coming back to Health Power. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you and we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.